Congratulate yourself, the Judo World Champion. You gotta be born a champion. You gotta have it inside. You gotta feel it. Live it. Breathe and be prepared to die for it. You gotta make the assault on life itself. That's why some people think I've lost it. I haven't. What I've done is I've had it all. It's been fine. This is mine. It'll be mine for the entire life. Hey, fantasy, hey. inception, we talking touchdowns, receptions, yeah. interceptions yeah. They got a band to kick we need that correction yeah. Talking mouth, yeah. we flexing, yeah. how many of y'all you collect? Yeah. We trying to get that yeah. winning record yeah. Fantasy, yeah. inception, yeah. fantasy, yeah. inception, yeah. fantasy, yeah. inception yeah. Fantasy, yeah. inception, yeah. fantasy, yeah. inception yeah. What up though? And we back what it is, hope is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session the Podcast. Today is October the 22nd, and the boys are right. at least it's three of us this time. You know, we don't know where Carlos at. He's somewhere, he's somewhere in the, under a red light shoot, shooting motherfuckers up. Playing Warzone after having dental surgery and whatnot. Uh, but anyway, if you're listening to this, as always, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Tell a friend if you haven't already. And then leave a review, man. It takes as much time as it takes to send a text message to your homie. So, man, make sure you um, shout out the podcast and make sure you support us. Look at the rankings on ffnsession.com. I don't know what we was ranked at last week. That's normally what to tell me. But, um, yeah, man, what's up with y'all? And not much, man. Just trying to get it, man. Trying to be an entrepreneur, you know, a father, you know, whatnot. Fighting fires, saving lives, you know, you know the deal. You know what's going on. Why, man? Ain't nothing going on. What y'all did? What y'all doing fantasy this week? Ah, oh, man. I think uh, I'm, I'm still. Uh, I still got undefeated record in our um, in the uh, Black Lives Matter tournament. You know, so I'm still <laughs> doing my thing, man. I think I'm like what top fifteen in scoring. So, oh, okay. like top, yeah, top, top five. Who me? Yeah. Nah, yeah. nah. I looked at the rankings, bro. I'm like, well, week sixty I mean, was top five before. Before this last week, you was top five. You and Monaco yeah. top five. Yeah, I had. I had. I mean, I won this week, but I kind of my team kind of underperformed. So before this week, they was top five. Um, I, I I'll go ahead and say it since I know Los would say if you. <laughs> on 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 what was that? Was that Monday night or Sunday night? That was Monday night. Uh, it had to be. Yeah, I think it had to be Monday. Sunday. Man. It was Monday. Yeah, it was, was Monday. Monday. Yeah. That was Monday. The uh, 49ers played the Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins didn't catch a ball all game. Well, he caught like one ball, and then. On the nah, line. nah, nah. That wasn't the uh, 49ers. Then nah, that wasn't that. Said, the 49ers played Monday, but the Cardinals played the Cowboys, bro. Played. No, they didn't. Bro, the but San Francisco 49ers did Hopkins. not play the Cardinals. Oh, yes, they did, because Brandon Ayuk played. No, Blandon, you played Sunday night and he scored a touchdown. You're right. So anyway, so I was going into Monday. Up. I was going into Monday up. And then I think I forget how much I was up by, but regardless, Lowe's came back and all because of DeAndre Hopkins' 60 yard pass. He beat about 0.1 points. Yeah, it took one pass. I, I have you could have just caught like the ball five yards shorter, I would have won. He just yeah. made a tenth of a point, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was like nine points and 9.6 something that he needed. So, yeah, that was, that was really Carlos, I woke up, like, up his ass. I woke up 
Wednesday went on the stat correction of like one point and I'm six to zero in one league, so that was crazy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I ain't even know crazy. about it. Too. In a yeah. point one, uh, point one game in the same league, it sucks, bro. Fantasy, yeah. bro. fantasy sucks this year. I ain't gonna lie to you. Bro, I get into I get into a couple more reasons why fantasy suck when we get into the injuries. But like always, man, we want to make sure we give a special shout out to all the fallen black queens and kings out there, um, especially Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. George uh, Floyd, everybody, you know what I'm saying, going through it right now. The people out in Nigeria, special shout out to them too. Um, everybody in Africa going through the struggle. I want to give a special shout out to them. Uh, a second moment of silence. All right, all right, all right. Blum. Hey man, Blum. hey, hey, my bad. Hey, yo, that stuff going on in Nigeria is crazy, bro. No cap. No nah, cap. My bad. I, I just had to say that. I was thinking about that during the eight seconds of a reflection. But continue, my brother. Continue. So uh let's get into some of the news and notes while we really here, man. The fantasy news and notes since the last time we potted. Of course, we uh y'all missed the last Monday episode. So of course everybody knows Tua is the starter. Uh <clears throat> that's crazy. Like I thought he came in for like three plays and now he's a starter. I didn't even see that coming. I ain't gonna lie to you. No, those were some great three plays, bro. Bro, what did he do on those three plays, bro? Was it the fact that he sat on the field after the game? They was like, yeah. man, this kid really loves it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. I think they looking at it like, man, we we might win our division. We might, you know, you win a little run. We might as well give him. I don't think they're trying to win. I think that's the thing. Like, hold up, hold up, Fitz Magic, bro. You supposed to be kind of sorry, bro. You ain't supposed to be three and three right now. Like, wait a minute, bro. You got too much dip on the division. Bill's gonna win the division, but yeah, they could be a playoff team. I can see it. Um, on to the next news. The Browns have a a, a riddle with injuries. Uh Baker Mayfield still dealing with the chest. He's expected to play. Apparently, Jarvis Landry has a broken rib. Um, Kareem Hunt also has a rib injury. Uh, Najoku is limited with the shoulder. All of them are limited at practice today. Um, so that's just something to look look at going to the uh, into Sunday. <clears throat> Jonah Smith is upgraded. You know, he left the game last week with an ankle injury. He's upgraded to full practice today at Thursday. Um, Joe Mixon has yet to practice as of Thursday. The Seahawks are interested in Antonio Brown. Are y'all gonna spend some fab on Antonio Brown? No, nah, I'm cool on that, bro. Uh, I already picked him up for free in a couple of leagues. No hey, money. Also, hey, funny man. No hey, Des Bryant is also getting looked at too by the Ravens, man. I'm yeah. straight on him. That's super gross. I'm straight on him, but AB, I take a look at it if I can get him for free. Uh, they don't need AB though, bro. That is so weird. Tyler Lockett has disappeared though. Or I mean, that's Nick Cavett and the Beast. Yeah, bro, they're gonna man, they're gonna bring Tyler Lockett back into the fold, man. Eventually, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He's hard to cover, bro. You yeah, know? yeah. So is DK Metcalf, apparently. Yeah. Um, what's that? Deontay Johnson practicing full. Keenan Allen has practiced today. He's not 100, percent but he's working his way back. Um, Austin Eckler apparently the hemi string is a little bit worse than we thought it was, and he's gonna be out for um a longer time than we thought. Noah Fent and Melvin Gordon are practicing right now. Noah Fent practicing full. Melvin Gordon still working his way back. Um, Zach Ertz is going to be out for a long time. Austin, Alshon Jeffrey, who cares? Miles Sanders is also going to be out. Uh, he's ruled out for Sunday's game. John Brown is practice, is not practicing yet this week, but he didn't practice last week and he still played. Did he play last week? I think he played. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think so. 
Sam Darnold is expected back this week. Um, who cares about that too? I don't need, I can't even tell Joe Flacco just is I thought he was gonna be, you know what I'm saying, serviceable, but he's trash. <clears throat> D-Jack is expected to um practice um this Thursday today. Um so hopefully, hopefully we can see D-Jack on the field uh, out there with Travis Fogum. Mark and Mark Ingram has an MRI. He has a high ankle sprain, so he probably DK Metcalf probably is going to be taking over now. CMC is not expected back this week again, nor is Raheem Mostert, who's made his way to the, who's probably going to be on the IR. Corey Davis uh, is activated from the COVID list. Michael Thompson, Michael Thomas. Let's let's just talk about Michael Thomas for a little minute here. So he punched somebody last week after he was supposed to be healthy. <laughs> they went on the, no, that was the week before last week because yeah. they on the bottom this week so that's what what's this week six now he hasn't played so now week seven when he's finally back after punching somebody and being injured with the ankle he has a hamstring injury now and he's limited at practice hey 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 michael thomas fuck you yeah bro big fuck you to michael thomas bro like <laughs> dude, you're like he is the epitome of a uh, wide receiver diva bro like how do you punch somebody because they called you what what they call him slant guy like bro like bro that's that's i mean i don't know if that's like disrespectful bro but like bro you ran a trying yeah you you caught a lot of slants bro those are good names that you just came up with slant trying and slant zilla bro like yo like get over it bro like i drafted you to to do your thing bro that's why i don't draft saints bro every time every time bro every time every time i try to give one of them bums a chance but they always let me down now i didn't draft alvin Kamara this year what does he want to do i had the best year of all time (laughs) i drive michael thomas thinking i'm going to get one of the best wide receivers all time he doesn't play till he hasn't played in his week seven this motherfucker played three quarters bro (laughs) three quarters the next wild bit of news is um the las vegas raiders whole offensive line is on the covid list how's that possible? <laughs> How is that not like not a position, bro. The entire group is on the COVID list, bro. All right. Somebody broke some protocols, bro. Like straight up. If I was car, I'd be like, we need to, we need to try to get a bye week for this week. <laughs> I'm not playing this week. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not have uh Darren Waller out there playing left tackle. Bro, he finna be out there by himself. <laughs> like straight up. Darren Waller gonna play They're gonna be playing two to uh two hand tag with Darren Waller uh snap the ball and he run for, run the route. Hey, they gotta do a fucking a four count Mississippi, bro. <laughs> it's like motherfuckers playing flag football out here, dog. Hey, if I touch the ball, I can run though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up. This is terrible, bro. How the whole offensive line gets Put on the COVID list, man. Anyway, man. Anyway, uh, hey, we're gonna let Roger Goodell handle that mess, man. Uh, the last bit of news I got is Jamison Crowder did not practice, so he's it's, he's looking like he's not gonna play uh, this Sunday. So that's for the only Jets player that you ever want to start. It's not looking good. Yeah, let's see. You said John Brown too. Yeah, I said John Brown. Anybody, right. Y'all got any? Y'all not got anything else? Any yeah, man. Uh, Javar's favorite player, bro, has been sent to the Chiefs. It's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. We didn't mention that on on the, on the episode, but yeah, we did. It ruined the dreams of people like Carlos. But Carlos is hung, hanging on the hope because C C H had a great game. But they are. 
Hey, I don't know what you said, but uh, hey, Le'Veon's yeah. coming for us. I said they already said they like thunder and lightning. That's what the, <laughs> Eric, Bell, Eric Bellamy said. They out there looking like thunder and lightning. So that's, that, that just doesn't look good. Yeah. Andy Reid said we want as many good players as we can get, bro. And they got a good one, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, why don't you come out there looking like Steelers, Le'Veon Bell? <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey. If Bell is getting the, um, if he's getting the red zone touches, He's a good RB too. So both of them are gonna be serviceable RB and two if they'll get the red zone touches because they're gonna score a lot of touchdowns. But red zone, he getting red zone touches, wide receiver touches. <laughs> right, they're probably gonna be on the field at the same time somehow, bro. Like yes. watch. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Because be- they both can catch. We'll see. We'll see how it go. That's it. That's all the news I got, man. So let me go ahead and shout out Thrive Um Daily Sports Bailey. Daily sports app um, for player prop bets. They've eliminated countless of hours of research because they already had the top tier players. All you have to do is pick the over and unders, whichever one you decide. I signed up this week. Uh, it's really, it, I, hey man, it's pretty much easy. But all you got to do, like Carlos said, is look at the projections, man. You know, and just if you're a fantasy player, it's it really like one plus one. Uh, not only do they do, do they do football, but they do baseball, golf, and even esports. Use free use promo code FIS. 50 to sign up today and you will get an instant $20 um, match to your $20 deposit. Download Thrive Fantasy app today or visit thrivefantasy.com. But, but, but. Y'all trying to sign up or what? Yeah, I might jump off in that thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Do my thing. I told Carlos, man, just like, I'm not trying to like think about it. Just tell me because Carlos is apparently the gambling guru. He, you know, every time I see him, he's talking about he win, he won something. So, but that boy will bet on the meteorologist. He will, he will bet on the meteorologist getting the weather wrong, bro. So, <laughs> bro, bro's good at it, bro. You know, so he does his thing. For look at him, magic man. <laughs> but, uh, man, y'all got anything else before we get into the week? While we here? Uh, nah, man, let's get it. Uh, let's get it, man. Starting off tonight, well, before y'all hear this, it probably already happened, but Thursday night football, just so we'll put it out there, week seven starts with the Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Daniel Jones is the 27th ranked quarterback coming into uh, this week. He has a top eight matchup, though, according to PFF. Eagles are giving up 229 yards per game. Um, I think there are better matchups out there, and I don't like starting any players on Thursday night, so I got him as a sit. Uh, and he's just playing like shit. Uh, yeah, it really is. Devonta Freeman is the, has the number 24th matchup uh, for running backs, according to PFF. The Eagles are allowing seven have, are, have allowed 753 yards on the ground. That's 125 a game. Um, seeing a steady 20 touches a game now uh, is Devonta Freeman and the offense, but it's just not as efficient because they just look trash, but they, they play hard when they play the Cowboys that game. So, I got him as an RB3 this week. It is a lot of bye weeks out there for running backs. Um, so I, I definitely will plug him in a lineup if you had to. Uh, Darius Slayton is the only other player from the Giants that I would want to start. Last week, he left the game with a foot injury on the touchdown. So <clears throat> he's the number one target for Daniel Jones, and he's at practice this week. He hasn't had less than six targets all year. Uh, Joe Robbery Coleman is the matchup. He's given up an 89% catch rate when targeted. PFF has him graded as a 52. I got uh, Darius Slayton as a wide receiver three with two upside. Y'all agree? No? Yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, Evan Ingram, man, I say enough is a fucking enough. Uh, He's sitable wherever you can sit him at, man. If you can find better, go find it. 
Hey, man, truth be told, bro, uh, everybody outside of Darius Slayton, bro, on the Giants is a sit, bro. I'm, I'm looking at some numbers on Daniel Jones, and he's been atrocious. His, his, his since his, what, two, this is second year? His two years in the NFL, bro. He's played in a total of 17 games, and he's totaled more than 14.7 fantasy points just five times, bro. You know? <laughs> like that is is pretty bad bro i don't trust him man and uh just a simple fact man his lack of success under pressure his qb rating is uh 51.2 and the eagles the eagles bring the second most pressure in the nfl so so like you can expect them to get tossed around today and have a uh an abysmal stat line once uh shepherd come back and get his feet on the room, um i i like him some games as a flex play he was getting think- targeted a little bit he might be done, bro. Like he had so many injuries, man. Like he, he coming back. I don't know if he's playing tonight, but he coming back. Hey, how y'all feel about Carson? I do like Devonta Freeman. I like Devonta Freeman, man. If yeah, he, I mean, I mean, with all the injuries going yeah. on right now, I like Devonta Freeman in a flex. I like Devonta Freeman. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's the game. The volume is there. As a Falcons fan, I'm looking at that like, we could could we just kept Freeman? <laughs> No side on TG shit right now, basically. All right, right. side of the ball, Carson Wentz, the number ten uh, QB in half PPR leagues. He's found his legs now. According, uh, apparently, he's Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's putting up four rushing touchdowns over the last five weeks with 169 yards on the ground. So he's that's why he's in the top ten because um, they he literally has only one person to throw to now because everybody like I don't know what's going on out there. Is it the field or what? What's up with the training staff? <laughs> <laughs> right, bro. Where are they at? The, Giants, just the, whole, the whole COVID thing. They, you know, they ain't get have time to prepare and all that. Thing is that, like, this is like they they have an outrageous numbers of injuries every year. <laughs> yeah, every <laughs> year, not happening last year. But their strength and conditioning coach needs to be fired. Yeah. He needs to be like barred from the NFL. Bro, I was bro. looking at the Mike Vick thirty for thirty, and it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, bro. Why is he getting hit so much, and why is it hurt so much? <laughs> but hey, speaking of Carson Wentz, bro. Um, it's going against, of course, the 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 Giants defense, which, like you said, when they played against the Cowboys pretty well, man. Um, but the Giants have allowed a 70.8% completion rate this year, so which is like the fourth fourth highest ranked mark in the NFL. So you can uh, – <clears throat> that, that bodes well for Carson Wentz. Yeah, I like Carson Wentz this week. Um, on the – well, because the – the Giants are only giving up 106 yards on the ground, but they're giving up uh, 235 through the air. So I know Boston Scott was a big waiver wire pickup with Miles Sanders being hurt this week, uh, but he has the 21st matchup for running backs, according to PFF. So I would sit him if you could, but I know um, he's going to get the full workload. So if you just have to put him in there, you're just looking for that RB3 play with upside. Um, I would like Travis Fulcom, though. I'm just – I'm locked and loaded on him. I mentioned before on pre-production that he's, like, top 26 for me right now. I think I got him at 26. So, back-to-back game, he's shown that one, number number one wide receiver volume with uh, 10 targets in one, 13 targets in the other. He scored a touchdown in both games. Matched up against James Bradbury. Uh, PFF has graded out as an 83, only giving up a 50% catch, 57% catch rate. But who cares, man? He showed you in back-to-back tough matchups that – Hey, Carson Wentz don't have nobody else to throw the ball to, so what's he going to do? Hey, shit, you're going to put it up, bro. Somebody got to catch it. He's going to be Boston Scott or Travis Fogum, bro. <laughs> so, like. I was dropped a wide open pass. Fogum <laughs> yeah, is the top graded wide receiver, according to PFF. Uh, he's running 2.9 yards per route run. Like I said, man, I, you got to put him in there. Yo, when Carson Wentz targets Fogum, bro, his QB rating is 1.0. 
5'3.5, bro. That is insane. Dude is efficient, bro. Like, he's like, and you know what's crazy, bro? I think like two teams released him this year, bro. Like, they waived him. Mm hmm. So, like, hey, oh, yeah, the boy can play, man. Um, the tight end with Zach Ertz being out, he saw three targets um, in relief duties. That's Richard Rodgers. Not a good matchup against Blake Martinez. I, I, I got to – and it doesn't look like Carson Wentz was targeting. I don't know if it was just because Zach Ertz fell off, but I, I, don't like, I don't like the tight end position for Carson Wentz this game. Nah, that's not I – would, I wouldn't want to get into that. The Lions at the – y'all got anything else in that game? Nah, that's it, man. And if you're in trouble, you need a, a spark start anywhere, bro. Fogum. Throw him out there. Boston Scott, throw him out there, man. Oh, the next game, the Lions at the Atlanta Falcons, the 56.5 over under. The Falcons are favored by two and a half. Watch they go on the win streak, bro. It's so sick. Oh, it's coming. Uh, Matt Stafford is allowing the uh, – the Falcons are allowing the second most pass attempts per game. Uh, Kirk Cousins finished in negative, and he still ended up with 23 points last week. Javar, how do you feel about uh, Matt Stafford? Oh, you start Matthew Stafford. You know, on top of that, the Falcons are um, leading the league with 29 fantasy points, two quarterbacks, and 349 yards per game. So you you firing up Matthew Stafford if you got him. Should be a good week. And they and they allowing a league 18 passing TDs right now. So we leading the league in 18 passing TDs. Yep. So start anybody who played the Falcons just like last year. Yeah. yeah, any okay. any quarterback, any quarterback that's going against the Falcons, bro. I'm gonna fuck if that motherfucker limps into the game, bro. You start him, bro. Nick Mullins. Yeah, exactly. Like the um opponents against the Falcons have averaged 39.8 pass attempts per game, bro, which is second most in the league. You know, so and also, bro, as a whole, the Falcons are allowing 1.85 fantasy points per play to opponents. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. I hate talking about them. Um, the running back situation is, I don't know if it's getting a little clearer or not. Uh, DeAndre Swift played 38% of the snaps to AP's 27% of the snaps. He had he had 18 touches. That's, uh, that is DeAndre Swift with 116 yards, but 77 of those yards came on one play. But he did get two touchdowns and a look and a red zone um, touch. Which running back do you want? Uh, uh, I'm you starting Swift, but you know, I don't mind AP as a as a uh running back four this week. You know, a lot of teams tend to pass on the Falcons rather than run. I don't want to say the, the Falcons are tough in the run game, but a lot of teams tend to pass rather than run. So, uh, I, I like Swift. I think the Falcons is kind of tough against the run, bro. They only allow 97 yards on uh per game on the yard. That's like one of like top five. Because it's so is, easy. Is it, is it, is it because they're torturing us in the air? Possibly. Yes, bro. When you have somebody like Isaiah Oliver in your secondary, bro, like, come on, bro. <laughs> We're going at him at all at all costs, bro. And like Kirk Cousins, bro, through like three quarters, he played like straight boo-boo, bro. And somehow out of nowhere, him and um him and your boy JJ just light it up like in the last fucking eight minutes of the game, bro. So but- to answer your question, Gabe, I go with Swift. The Falcons are allowing eight re- eight receptions per game to uh, running backs, and that's the second most – and have the second most receiving yards have been allowed to running backs. So if I'm choosing one, it's definitely Swift. Yeah, if you had to choose, I'd choose Swift. AP might find end zone, though. 
fuck AP man. That dude needs to. And so we already talked. We are so we already talked about how we we the Falcons are in the passing game. So Kenny G, you know. of course, you're gonna roll him out there as a top ten play this week. Marvin uh-huh. Jones, I got him as a low end wide receiver three. You can roll him out there if you uh, go if you're in a tough spot. TJ Hawkinson, I got him as a touchdown dependent um play this week, but the, the over under is so high, so he could get the volume too. Yeah, I, I like uh TJ. The Falcons allow uh five different tight ends to a game at least fifty yards. So uh he, he's a streaming option and uh I don't know which one of the wide receivers, but somebody gonna catch a long play for Detroit. I couldn't tell you who. Uh so I only like Galladay really. Yeah, man. Dude, hey, why somebody like Marvin Marvin Jones come back to the to the uh to the Falcons and go up crazy? Or fucking I mean, it's possible. I mean, this the game to start if you're in a pinch, but hopefully you got somebody you know what the what you know somebody's gonna get you know gonna get the targets. I should say. Yeah. On the other I side think. of the ball, we got Matt Ryan and the um reigning offensive NFC offensive player of the year uh, week, of the man. week. I mean, my bad. Uh, I got him as a low. QB won this week. He's playing the top four passing defense in the Detroit Lions. So it could be one of those weeks where Matt Ryan stinks it up again. Hopefully not with Julio being in the lineup. Uh, Ty Gurley, the Lions are giving up 145 yards on the ground per game. He's getting 58% of the snaps now. He's scoring touchdowns. He's looking good. Not as old Ty Gurley good, but, you know, serviceable running back too good. So that's how that's how I feel about him. Julio and yeah. C-Red, of course, they automatic starts. Hayden Hurst is a, a, a dicey one for me. How y'all feel about him? I think he's just looking for a big play from Hayden Hurst. That's all he's all he is now. I mean, truth Not, be told. Go ahead, Jawar. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say he got a tough matchup. Tight ends haven't really been doing too much against the Lions. As tight end group as a whole, they're holding the tight ends to like 96 yards per game, and that's leading the league. So it's going to be real tough for him. So you can roll with somebody else that has a streamable option, maybe. Did, did you know that the Falcons, they run a pass play on 60.9% of their plays compared to uh, that the Lions only faced passing uh, a percent passing rate of 54.2%. So I, I'm just going back on Matt Ryan. One, so happy that Julio Jones is back. That makes that team look so much better. And uh, I see Matt Ryan as a um, <clears throat> as he's he has a high floor, but a lo- he's a low end QB one this week. Yeah, yeah. Gabe said that he said that. Uh, also, um, uh, the Lions are allowing twenty fantasy points per game to quarterbacks too. So yeah. it's kind of hey. it's kind of a safe play this week. Yo, Gardner Minshew was the first quarterback not to throw for two touchdowns from uh was it not to throw for at least two touchdowns against the Lions. So. The Cleveland Browns for the next game are at the Cincinnati Bengals. A uh, total over under of fifty two. Cleveland is favored by three points. Baker Mayfield is just I'm I'm done with Baker Mayfield. He's on the bench um, in a bad matchup against the um, Cincinnati anyway. But I just don't like it. Uh, Joe Burrow, however, he's he's gone two weeks uh, without throwing a touchdown, um, but he is putting up three hundred yards in four games. Of uh, he threw a bad interception that last game to end the yeah, game. Ricky too. Shit. Ricky shit and QB one leads you can't you can't trust him yet but um I still think you can roll him out there QB two leads and him and T Higgins look like they're going to be a problem for the league once they once they get a training camp under their belts and, and like a, a, a real real yeah. practice you know what I'm saying a real full year yeah. see how the league works and all that I think they're gonna be great 
Uh, T. Higgins, um, he, he's a good matchup. Like you said, he, him and um, Burrow have such a great matchup, but he will be matched up against Denzel Ward this week. So I don't not li- I do not like that matchup as as much. Um, Ruffy's giving up sixty uh, percent catches most of the time. Uh, so Higgins is a, is in that wide receiver three range for me. Uh, if he gets a touchdown, you know, say he's looking like a wide receiver two. How do y'all feel about um, Tyler Boyd? He's 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 you know what I'm saying he's putting up consistent numbers, but he's not giving you that that wide receiver one breakout that you wanted. Uh, he'll match up against Kevin Johnson in the slot. Uh, I think you still roll him out there, but yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, we've seen we've seen Kevin Johnson give up big games to uh, Clay Chapel Clay Chase. I don't know why I can't say his name, man. But anyway, so easy. Yeah. But 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 another thing, another thing that I want to mention is that we saw last week Ben Roethlisberger only had to throw the ball 22 times against that Cleveland Brown defense because they ran down their throat. So that, but Joe Mixon is not practiced yet. So you know, take you got to take that as it will. But I think you still roll Tyler Tyler Boyd out there as a wide receiver three, looking for wide receiver two numbers, hopefully with a touchdown. AJ Green, man. Uh, through through those first three weeks, we were talking about um, sitting him, but then he had what two two straight games with six targets or more. AJ Green, yeah, yeah. So I, I so what are you gonna do, man? But I don't, I man. Uh, truthfully told, bro, I don't. I'm not putting AJ Green out there, bro. Until I see, so I see some like production. He's getting the volume, bro. It's not, it's not translating into a positive production, bro. That's true, but they're not throwing touchdowns. They're not. They have, like I said, Joe Burrow ain't scored a touchdown in two weeks, so that that's the thing too. Yeah, that's true. Well, 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 he might throw one this week, man, because uh, with the facts that you just gave uh, gave on Kevin Johnson, who's uh, one, he's on his third team in three years, which is not good. Uh, he's allowed sixty five point three percent catch rate, eleven point seven yards per reception, and a touchdown every fourteen point four targets while in coverage. So, uh, although he did a good job limiting Juju Smith. Last week, uh, but Ch- uh, Chase Claypool, you almost had me call him a fucking uh, Clace. <laughs> Chase Claypool, uh, James Washington, they did their thing, you know what I'm saying? And with Big Ben only throwing, uh, throwing 22 times, I can see Joe Burrow putting the ball in the air about 30, 34 times, 30 to 40 times this game, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so like you said, I don't, I don't want no part of AJ Green. Uh, but Austin Hooper has caught five passes in each of the last three games. He still haven't got over 57 yards yet, but he has scored one of the one touchdown. Uh, it looked like Baker Mayfield is finding that Austin Hooper connection, man. I think you can put him out there as a streaming option and low end tight end one. Uh, Drew Sample, the other tight end, I, I don't know about it. I don't want to play him. Uh yeah yeah man hey let's uh, speaking of Drew Sample man his teammate back on AJ Green uh how do you feel about how you, what do you think they do with his role going forward in the season you think like he should come out the slot maybe or like you know what cool. I'm saying like move him out the, move him out from the perimeter man let him get closer to the quarterback and work the middle of the field or something something has to give bro because they don't really give the ball to their tight ends you know what I'm saying so. They need to come up with something, bro. Well, you know, I just think it's too many mouths to feed out there. And and Joe Burrow has, has locked on to one mouth. It's not like he well, he's spreading the ball around, but he does it's, it's only so many mouths he can feed out there. You know what I mean? Boy and T Higgins try better. Get he he gonna get in the ball first. Yep. Man, that's just AJ trying, man. AJ still, got that pedigree. He still wants AJ Green to catch the ball. I, I mean, he kind of slow. He dropped a big play last week he was just wide open going down the sideline it was like a 40-yard play towards the end of the game he just dropped it in his hands and yeah, just looking yeah. at his hands he like nah bro damn just so, yeah 
Uh, anybody else? Got, y'all got anything else from that game? No, nah. The Green Bay Packers are at the Houston Texans. Uh, the uh, the total point over under 56 and a half. Green Bay is favored by three and a half points. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is coming off of that stinker of a game last week. Uh, he scored two fantasy points, ruined a lot of dreams. Um, oh my god, but we're not, but we're not gonna focus on last week. Are you, are we giving him a pass on last week? I'm giving him a pass. I'm still, yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah. I, hey, don't sleep on that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, bro. They they stick on that field, bro. They playing on like applying pressure. They're like out, boy. They do like they out. they the best defense I've seen all year. Bro, they're but fast the best, and they're physical, bro. Yes, sir. But the best thing is Aaron Rodgers. Don't see them no more this year. This week he got his <laughs> cupcake matchup against Houston. He's a must start. Same as with Aaron Jones. He's a must start. You know, he's already beat, so he's a, a questionable start. Yeah, you're going to have bad games, man. It's the NFL, bro. They get paid for a reason, dog. You know, but um, let's see. Uh, Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, man, uh, he's played well up until last week, man. Uh, um. The 52.8 pass percent rate ranks as the sixth lowest mark in football. I believe that's what the Texans are giving up. Um, let me see. Make sure I got that right. Uh, yeah, yeah. The teams have opted to run against the Texans. So, well, yeah, man. Hey, well, Aaron Jones might have a good game this week, man. Yeah, I already say it must start. Yeah. yeah you know, you, you already started Rodgers automatically. Yeah, Devontae and, and, Adams, of course, is an automatic start. I don't want any other any other pass catcher from the um from the from the Packers side of the ball besides Devontae he, Adams. How you feel about Tanyan, man? Uh, he, I mean, Tanyan, he's good. He, he's a streaming option, but you know, Adams back. Don't expect no huge numbers. You know, he in Houston is playing the tight ends well, so uh, I like him as a streaming option because he seems like the second person Rodgers is throwing to. But bro, just you say that Houston's playing the tight ends well, bro. They just gave up a hundred plus yards to the backup tight end to the Titans, bro. But oh yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I thought <laughs> yeah, they was, that was, well. Besides that game, if you go back, <laughs> like tight ends begin like thirty yards. It's it's been like three people who scored on them, like Mark Andrews, Travis. You know, you know, but they ain't come out with no big overall. It's been like sixty nine yards. That was one tight end outburst game. But, you know, I'm just saying on volume alone, he should be a streaming option, but don't expect these huge games. Devontae Adams is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said uh, I feel about the other side of the ball, Deshaun Watson uh, was. He's a must start since firing Bill O'Brien. He must have been holding the team down since then. He has been lights out, and everybody has been doing better. Because of that, David Johnson should continue to be a solid running back, too. You know, he's in his high-scoring offense. He's getting the runs. He's getting the red zone. He's getting hey, some receptions. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Bro. You got to talk. Tell me. You got to tell You got to tell your story, your David Johnson story. Oh, dude. All right, bro. So, you know, I'm at work yesterday. I'm at the station, and uh, I see my boy, Deep Red, send me a trade. So, I'm like, all right. So, he wanted Tyreek Hill and Chris Godwin. So, I'm like, all right, bro. I'm, I'm not giving up both of them. I get Chris Godwin, though. You know what I'm saying? So, uh. I go to the roster. I look at him. I say, all right, let me get Tyler Lockett. Let me get a first-round pick. And I see D. Johnson. So I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go get my boy David Johnson, bro. I'm going to come up on him. And so, like, hey, so I, I I look at it, and, like, two minutes later, I see a, a trade has been processed. I'm like, damn, he accepted that shit fast as hell. <laughs> so I look at it, and I'm like, 
Duke Johnson. <laughs> like, bro, what? <laughs> Duke Johnson. I, I ain't asked for him, bro. How this happen? I what kind of wizard shit did this motherfucker just do, bro? And I'm like, ah oh, man, dog, did I really just trade for Duke Johnson, bro? Like, god damn it, bro. Hey, but hey, <laughs> hey, to make myself feel a little bit better, bro. Romeo Cannell came out and was like, hey, yo, we're gonna use Duke Johnson a little more than uh Hey, Tony went on a deep dive looking for any kind of Duke Johnson news. Right, just make it feel better. But but then but then on top of that, dude was like, "Oh, you thought that was David Johnson? All right, bro, I send you a third over." <laughs> I want to climb it. I'm gonna sell that third. Yeah, that yeah, was. I'm, fun. I'm, I'm gonna take that shit, bro. But yeah, man. Hey, uh, just staying on the uh, the offensive side of the ball for the Texans, man. Hey, with the departure of Bill O'Brien, man, that has really sparked that offense, especially Deshaun Watson and. The, uh, their newly acquired piece, Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. within two games, he is tallied 21 targets, 17 receptions, 229 yards, and two touchdowns, bro. That's just in two games, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and the dude lined up across from him or on the other side of the ball, Will Fuller, has now scored a touchdown in four straight games. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, that offense, they look like they, they seem to be rocking and rolling, man. And uh, watch out for a revenge game for Randall Cobb, too, man. So, this could, this yeah. could be a high-scoring game, dude. And uh, fifty-six and a half point over under. Yeah, yeah, I like I'm taking the over or under. I'm taking the uh the the over probably. Yeah, probably, but yeah, I like what you said. The two wide receivers, they they pretty much some starts, you know, yeah. each week now, especially if cuts come out this week. Tight ends, the tight ends been serviceable. They've been getting yards or a TD every game. It's been Darren Fells the last two games because he's starting, but Jordan Atkins could be back. Mm-hmm. So um, if you think about starting Darren Fells, I would just, you know, look out for some more news to see if Jordan Atkins is uh, not going to be back. If he's not going to be at, back, then Fells is a streamable option. Both of them, whoever the tight end is, that's who I'm playing. Agreed? Yes. Agreed. All right, well, the next game we got, coming in next, we got the – New Orleans Aints at the Saint. Uh, no, they at home against the Carolina Panthers. So, like, like I said, like I said last week. Uh, of course, everybody has a good game against the Falcons. So Teddy Bridgewater had a, a top ten matchup uh, game against the Falcons. Then he came out last week, and he didn't look as good. You know, like the Teddy Two Gloves. That's what we. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy is, Two Gloves, yeah, Teddy Two Gloves. He's so pretty. Uh, coming into the uh, coming into this matchup against this against the Saints, the Saints are giving up a, a decent amount of yards in through the air. So it's not like it's a, a totally bad matchup for him. But I definitely think that there, there are other plays out there. Unless it's like a, a just a cookie cutter matchup, I don't I don't really want him. And the Vegas has the matchup as a fifty one point over under. That's pretty low um, considering uh, everybody scoring damn near sixty points a game. This uh, this uh, this year, the Saints favored about seven and a half. Um, yeah, so I got him as a sit in QB one leagues and QB, to, of course, two QB leagues. You can probably roll him out there. Mike Davis. Uh, Who's talking Teddy? Yeah, Teddy. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, yo, fun fact, the Saints have allowed at least three quarterback touchdowns in every game despite not seeing more than 38 pass attempts. So three touchdowns a game? Yeah, man. Oh, man, that's pretty great. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's not a Robbie. bad matchup for him. So, but the thing is, he was with the Saints, so like they know him. But also, he knows the weakness of the defense. So, <laughs> it, man, shit, it's gonna be, it could be a good one. It could be. Mike Davis, of course, is CMC. Um, so you can just roll him out there as CMC. 
pretty much at this point. Uh, Davis was wearing a non-contact jersey on Wednesday. Um, I didn't. I don't see. I didn't see anything else about that. But uh, he's you he, he roll him out there, uh, running back to with you know low end running back one numbers. Hopefully this week. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, of course, you're gonna start him. Uh, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Uh, Robbie Anderson is the number one target. We said that last episode. You, you of course, you. I'm ranking him above DJ Moore every week. Um, I'm starting him. Uh, DJ Moore should see a lot of uh, Marshawn Lattimore. That 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 caps his ceiling for me. Uh, he he is a low end wide receiver too for me. Hey, fun, hey, DJ Moore did see eleven targets though, man. Yeah, last week. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? So it's him and Robbie Anderson, man. You can count. You can write uh, Curtis Samuel off, man. I don't know what they're doing with him. They are. We talk about they want to do so much with him, but then they never do it. They never do it, bro. They never do it, bro. Straight up. So DJ Moore and uh and uh, Robbie Anderson, man, those are your two uh your two pass catchers out there for Carolina. So I'm all on the Robinson, the Robbie train. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, Michael Thomas. Um, you know, a bitch. There it goes. <laughs> um, um, after he punched somebody, um, he, he like we said, he got a hamstring hamstring injury. So you just pay attention to that, man. If he if he plays, you roll him out there. If he doesn't, I like Emmanuel Sanders, man. Emmanuel Sanders and Drew Brees have uh, became, you know, what I'm saying buddies pretty much. He's getting double digit. He got double digit double digit targets one time. Um, so if he's the only pass option, I'd definitely roll him out there. You could probably roll Traquan Smith out there too. If 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 no um, Michael Thomas is there, but if only my, if Michael Thomas is playing, then I don't want any of them. But Michael Thomas, um, Jared Cook, he saw three touchdowns in and uh, not three touchdowns, three targets in uh, two back to back games. That's not that good because um, Emmanuel Sanders, you know, what I'm saying he's starting to produce more now. So Jared Cook's t- look look is looks have been going away or taken away, and if Michael Thomas plays, they will definitely be gone, I think. He'll just be a touchdown-dependent tight end at that point. Uh, what you think he could be serviceable, saying that the Panthers have allowed just 4.7 yards per target to tight ends through six games? If, I, I yeah, the volume. The volume is my thing. Yeah, I, I, I like Jared Cook. If, if Michael Thomas isn't there, I like Jared Cook. If Michael Tom- Thomas is not there, I like Jared Cook, especially as a streaming option. But you're saying you like Jared Cook no matter what? I mean, Jared Cook or Ingram, Evan Ingram. Mm, okay. <laughs> you said, hold on, say that one more time. I said Jared Cook or Evan Ingram. Oh, shit. Oh, Jared Cook, I guess. Right. See, he's going to go get them less safe points. So you going to ride with the, is he going to go off on this favorite matchup again? And Ingram ain't came through yet. But you know, Cook going to do something. I don't know Cook gonna do something. That's my thing. Yeah, that I mean, volume is kind of scary. Man. Cook when, when, Cook, when Cook plays, he gets his you know six six little targets. Got three targets. I just told you to see three targets back to back game. Yeah, he's a touchdown or bust, man. At this point, uh, touchdown or bust tight end too. Ew. The next game we got is the Buffalo Bills um, at the the new. New York Jets. I'm sorry, I got the hiccups. How if you hear me? Oh, but um, the, the uh, how you feel about the the Great White Hope coming into this game, Tony? Man, he after through weeks one through four, man, he was looking like a contender for the MVP up there with Russell Wilson. Like, I don't know what happened the last two weeks, bro. Kind of fell off. Uh, in those games, he completed just forty of sixty-eight passes for three hundred eighty-five yards, four touchdowns, and three interceptions, bro. 
Mind you, he did play. What was it the Tennessee Titans and uh, who did he play last week, man? Uh, he played the Chiefs in the rain. Yeah. So yeah. So he he had two two tough matchups, man. But fortunately, he got the right matchup this time, man. So it should get him back on track with these sorry ass Jets. And mind you, the total is forty six, and they're supposed to beat Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is they got the line is Buffalo by thirteen. So. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, you can throw Josh. Man, throw any Bills player out there right now, bro. You can throw Josh Allen out there, Zach Moss or Devin Singletary. Fucking if John, if he plays, you can throw him out there. I like Cole Beasley if John Brown doesn't don't play. Yeah, it looked like John Brown is not gonna play. I was about to say that. I like Cole Beasley, you know, with the buys and injuries. You know, you're starting digs. Jets have allowed nine rushing t- touchdowns so far, third in NFL. So I like single and Moss. I got Moss as like a running back three and single, a low end running back two. Well, mid running back two. And I like Zach Moss. I think he's going to definitely start seeing more of the offensive touches too going forward. Especially yeah, they, they, they threw him out there. Huh? I said they threw Zach Moss out there against the Chiefs. Let yeah, him get some run. He, he got five touches, but he was that was his first week back from injury. So he only saw 25% of the snaps. I definitely think he sees more than that. I don't think they want uh, Devin Singletary to be running the ball as much because they're not, you know, say they didn't have it won when he had 75% of the snaps. He only had 10, 10 rushes, 10, uh, 12, tar- 12 touches in total. So, yeah, so I definitely think Zach Moss starts to see a, a, a big part of that offense. Um, yeah, we always said start everybody. So, yeah, that goes without saying. The only thing, man, uh, that kind of scares me for the Bills is that they might go back to being a run-heavy offense, man. You think so? Yeah, especially with this game, bro. You know what I'm saying? They get out to a big lead. I mean, but the cool thing is, like, hey, Josh Allen runs the ball too, man. They literally had, like, quarterback design runs like he was Cam Newton. Yeah, that is true. But he hasn't been running like that this year either. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Hmm. Okay, he's, still, yeah. he's still savaging against some uh, some touchdowns. That's really the big. That's really been the biggest issue was him getting uh, touchdowns in the red zone from the running backs. But yeah, yeah I agree with what you were saying about him. You like yeah. uh, you got anybody on on the other side for me for the Jets? I gotta sit everybody out <laughs> of hurt now. Um, but uh, Rashard Perriman played decent last game. He had eight targets, four catches for sixty two yards. I got him as a wide receiver four, but if Crowder is out, that bumps him up to at least a wide receiver three. So Perryman may be serviceable. As far as the running back goes, if you in a pinch, I told somebody to sit, you know, not start Frank Gore last week. I think he got between eight to 10 points, even in when, the, when they were getting beat up. So uh, hopefully you don't have to pivot Frank Gore. I would stay away. Yeah, just stay away. He is getting a bulk of the targets and the rushes for some reason. He's getting the bulk of the targets and the rushes. So hey, I want to say I want to say last week, Michael P. Rain kind of out snapped him. Yeah, Michael uh, P. Last week, last week, but that ain't it. It wasn't productive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. The team, yeah. the, t- the team is buns, bro. So you really can't like hot buns. The coaches are arguing with each other. Is it, bro? Did you see that interview, bro? <laughs> with, uh, with Greg Williams. <laughs> I mean, say, hey, man, it's not all in defense, man. <laughs> it's like straight up, man. Like, hey, Adam Gase is dog. He's by he's probably one of the worst coaches that I have seen. Like, even outside of Dan Quinn, allowing like the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history, and then like two more comebacks after that, bro. Adam Gase still hasn't beat by far, bro. Like, just seeing somehow. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know whose dick he's smoking, but he's smoking fuck out that shit, bro. No. But he is like the double got got. I'm right. I'm right. On to the next game. We got this. <laughs> that is <laughs> uh, 51 and a half point over under. The Steelers are favored by two points. Big Ben, uh, the number 23 fantasy quarterback coming into this week. Tennessee is giving up 272 yards on the ground. It's a, it's a middle of the line matchup, um, according to PFF. Titans ha- are, however, giving up the seventh most. Seventh most fantasy points to quarterbacks uh, per game. So I have Big Ben as a low QB one start. Uh, if you want to start him in QB one leagues, James Conner is a start. James Conner is a start. The Titans are giving up 137 yards on the ground a game. Um, he scored a touchdown in every game since week one. He's getting that uh, running back one workload like we thought he was going to get. Um, so he's a lot to start for me. Uh, always with that running back one um, upside. Juju, however, matched up against Kristen Fulton, a rookie who has given up a 91% catch rate. He's been only th- targeted 13% of the time. Um, PFF has him graded as a 57, but Juju was running the lowest yards r- per route uh, on the team with 1.1 uh, uh, compared to Claypool's 3.4, Dante Johnson's 1.6, and even James Washington 1.4. So I don't know what's going on with Juju. He's still getting the second amount of targets, uh, the second touchdowns on the team and leading the t- team in targets, but he's nothing more than wide receiver three now, a flex play. Clay, Clay, Chase Claypool uh, matched up against John, Jonathan Joseph, who was giving up a 65% uh, catch rate. Uh, he's getting 23 targets and four touchdowns this year. Four targets last week, but he turned it into 72 yards, and he got and he ran in for a touchdown. Uh, so the Steelers have showed they want to put him on the field, and he he is a lot to load at wide receiver two every week, I think. Bruh, I, man, truth be told, I kind of told folks, bro, when A.B. left, I didn't think Juju was a legit number one wide receiver, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because you had A.B. drawing majority. He, he was getting the best corner every game. So Juju's talented enough to beat your second corner. But you line him up against your first, bro, I don't know. Like, he's still good. But you talking about you got Chase Claypool that's 6'4", 220 pounds, bro, and can run routes, has a, a hell of a catch radius. Bro, they want to put the ball in his hands. Bro, they gave him a, they gave him a carry in the red zone. <laughs> like then they did they did it was like this two games in a row he's he's got to carry inside the red zone yeah like, like come on man they they literally they want to put the ball in that man's hands bro he's a playmaker and you can tell he's definitely gave that offense uh they get it's definitely gave him a charge man and uh speaking of james Conner, man uh and against the titans run defense uh this year without jarrell casey the titans have allowed five point zero two yards per carry and i'm sure monago i saw monago tweeted uh that his boy what's the uh the tackle that they got from mississippi state uh i know what you're talking about i can't think of his name right now on top yeah he's like the he's he's rated as the top defensive tackle against the run but clearly that hasn't really helped with them giving up over five yards carry and i expect james connor and the steelers to expose that and try to keep that offense off the field like that's that's gonna be the major thing they got to keep tennessee titans they got to keep the Titans offense off the field, man, because can't let Derrick Henry run wild on you. Uh, Eric Ebron is uh, the the Titans are getting up the seventh most fantasy points uh, per target with 2.2 to tight ends. Uh, he's averaging five targets a game in the last four games. He's not getting the yards or the touchdowns, but he's he's getting that volume. So he, they could end up in the in the uh, end zone one, one game. So I think you can roll him out there as a streaming option. Yo, hey, speaking of that, man, the Titans haven't really played any top 
tight end talent, man. They played Dan Fells, Noah Fant, Tyler Eifert, Kyle Rudolph, and Dawson Knox. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that could have a, a little bit to do with it. But they're still giving up the most targets per, uh, points per target. I mean, seven most targets per point, you know what I'm saying? With that being said. Exactly. I see a hey, Eric Ebron could be a low-end t- uh, tight end one streamer this week, man. On the other side of the ball, Ryan Tannehill, the Steelers haven't allowed a top 12 quarterback all year, so I wouldn't roll him out during QB1 leagues. QB2 leagues, of course, you can roll him out there. Derek DeKing Henry, he's the GOAT. You play him in. Man, that man is a monster. He's a beast, bro. What he did to, uh, to uh, the corner from the Bills, man, what's my man's name? Josh Norman. Josh Norman, bro. He threw that man like a child, bro. Have you seen the meme where he's throwing him out of the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air house? <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, man. I know that was like two games ago, but still, bro. Like, hey, bro, the internet is wild. It's so wild. Then he followed it up with a 94-yard uh, touchdown, bro. Like, AJ, like, yeah. AJ Brown is a stud. He's You he play him. Oh, um, hey, he's dealing with a knee injury. If he's on that field, I'm playing him regardless. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Jonu Smith, of course, he disappointed it with the, uh, but he left the game with a, a, a ankle injury. Um, he has the uh, not the best matchup this week, but the volume should be there for him. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, the backup tight, the backup tight end. If he does play, but Jonu did practice um, in four. If he does practice, he saw nine targets and caught eight of them for 113 yards and a touchdown. So if he's still on your waiver wires and you uh, are scared about Jonu and you have Jonu on your team, you should pick him up because Jonu. Um, you never know, you know with that ankle injury what could happen. So you definitely want to make sure you pick him up. Y'all got That's crazy. Yeah, I did, I didn't see Anthony Fisker going out there and doing that, bro. Like. Well, he had what nine plus targets? Yeah, nine targets and caught eight of them for 113 uh yards. I don't think John Lou has I don't think he put up a stat line like that this year, has he? He's been getting touchdowns though. But how's a tight end get nine targets? He's not even your starting tight end. Yeah. How's he get nine targets, bro? He, he <laughs> might man, you definitely own it. You they definitely saw that flash on the field. Like, hey man, I caught nine, I caught eight balls, but I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah, eight of them. And I had a hunt done. Hunt done me. Yes. Uh, what else? Y'all got anything else from that game? Nah, I expect that to be a good game, man. It's gonna be a good one. Probably the game of the week, to tell you the truth. Between them and the uh the Texas and the Packers. For sure that. Um that's the end of this episode of the end of the seven games. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna give y'all the next seven games on the next episode. Y'all got anything else to say before we, you know what I'm saying, before we get out of here? Damn, that's it, bro. We wrap this up pretty quickly, bro. Yeah. Good shit, good shit. That's usually how we do it, man. You know what I'm saying? Crisscross episodes for the talking, man. Uh, man, shout out to Los as always, man. Hopefully we can all be on the episode one time. I think it's just going to be me and Javar on part two, but shit. Turn up on them folk, boy. Hello, y'all, boy. Uh, you talking about tomorrow? Nah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm game tomorrow, bro. Yeah, I'm game. All right, for sure. All three of us with part two then. We back. In full effect, bro. Without further ado, man, shout out to Los. Yeah, we out. Finish. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.